Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall, overall bad ass. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, host, host, Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean. How the heck are you? I know it's been a little... It's been a bit, but not really. Uh, it's been a bit since you've heard from uh, the other cast of characters here. Uh, and there are our cast. Uh, soon to be joining me once again, uh, Sean will be back. Heather will be here. And uh, our new friend, Courtney, will also be here as well. we got some cool stuff coming your way and some great musicians um, coming up. If you're familiar with uh, Annie Hardy... Uh, one of those girls you always hear as a backup singer or just kind of like an uh, uh, in a mix of a song and you always wondered who that voice was and I'm gonna say bands like all right I'll just say one Deftones um, Pink Cellophone oh, I shouldn't have said that because I'm sure we can't play it I don't know it's gonna be up to her because she has a lot of original stuff but we contacted her and uh, you're gonna hear her on these airwaves at some point soon tonight very special um, got frail you're familiar with them. Both Sean Bilovecki and Gwen Strang will be on the line here in a little bit. They're doing a live show. They're calling in from Germany. And this literally happened within a half hour of my, of me getting notice um, in the middle of the day here for us. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to hear a couple songs from them and definitely hear them talk about themselves in Germany at the moment and what's going on with them. Love those cats. Uh, hey, if you're an artist... And I imagine there's a few of you out there that are listening to this. Uh, Celebrationofspirits.com. Check it out. It is a website for the artists to get their stuff out there um, if you're interested. Or just look at other artists' stuff and maybe purchase something because, hey, nobody buys art anymore, you know. I, I, I don't think it should be given away, but that's just me, you know. Uh, if you want to give it away, that's up to you. But, you know, some people work really hard on this stuff. Um, I also want to say thank you to D Factor. Um, our buddy John Young, among other people that, well, you know, can't really mention all of us that might be a part of D-Factor. He, he likes to keep that mysterious, so I, I I mean, we are not allowed to talk about him all that much until he can. But yeah, D-Factor, some of the music you hear in the background here on these here airwaves. Um, yeah, so, uh, and Electric Prawn, of course. Of course, oh, my New Yorkese just came out. I forgot my R. We don't do R's. Um... Yeah, Electric Prawn does the uh, guitar Kettle One little intro you hear every now and then. Electric Prawn can be hit up on Facebook. 
I'm not sure if he is anywhere else because he is a one-man band. And let's see. All right, Erica Askew uh, at Fashion Trash. And uh, another uh, collaboration coming between myself and her. She's my sister from a... All right, Heather's from another planet. Erica is my sister from another mother. Um, Fashion Trashin', you could check it out on YouTube. And uh, you'd be surprised at some of the guests doing Muppet voices and puppet voices. I don't know if we can say Muppet. Can we say Muppet? Screw you. Whatever. But yeah, my dog doesn't agree. But yes, Fashion Trashin', and uh, you would be amazed at some of the rock and roll celebrities that get on there and uh, are doing guest voices. Uh, so another collaboration with uh, Erica Skew at Fashion Trashin coming up, a la Liquid Television. If you remember when MTV was cool, kids, I, I don't even remember now, but it was cool. Um, and then I think it was the 90s, maybe the late 90s into 2000. Nah, it was 90, early 90s, mid. Liquid Television. I, I'm pretty sure that's where Beavis and Butthead were born. Uh, I try to say that real quick. And uh, it was kind of just these shorts and skits and sketches it could be claymation to animation, and um, we're doing this. So if MTV can't do it, you know, somebody has to. Because, I mean, people are out there looking for this stuff that MTV used to do that was cool. So here we go. Uh, yeah, so look for that in the near future. Let's see here. If you need any, oh, yeah, all your horror needs. If you want to buy something cheap and you can get two, um, go to Fairly Dark Productions for your horror fan, the horror fan in your family. And you could help us out. Uh, my books are there. Uh, if you like your demon apocalypses, if you like, uh, again, Dwelling in the Dark is a book with 11 short stories. Every story is a different monster and um, how people deal with them. Uh, Fall of Tomorrow is a demon apocalypse. Not zombies, folks. Not zombies. Um, I, like I said in the future. Uh, like I said in the future. Like I said in the past, I kind of steer clear of zombies but they show up every now and then. It's not my deal. Not my deal. It's it's somebody else's. His name is John Russo and Mr. George Romero. Okay, so that's FairlyDarkProductions.com. If you want to check out my stuff, there's comic books available. Um, you can go to BurningBowlPublishing.com for all your horror needs. And every, my gosh, um, I'd say everything in the horror genre is available there. Everything you're looking for from uh, killer clowns to serial killers to monsters up the wazoo comic books and now hey movies uh gary vincent and john russo are diligently working on these indie horror movies and um constantly constantly i have an update with them too i'm just not at liberty to talk about it just yet because we all did mothman festival together and that was a, a sure win it was fantastic a great time just a great time uh let's see here as far as horror movies, now this is very interesting because with my guests that are coming up, Gwen and Sean, um, it did come up whether or not they like horror movies. And uh, one of them definitely chose to, well, not so much, and the other one really does. And then when I mentioned these, I had to advise because Terrifier 1 and Terrifier 2, which just came out, Damien Leone, or Leone, I'm not sure of how Italian he is. But I'm going to say Damien Leone. It's probably Damien Leone. I know. All right. I do it every time. But yeah, Damien uh, Leone, his Terrifier 1 and 2 are brutal. They're brutal movies, but they are for the genre fan. They're for the horror fan. They are not made for the novice that you just took on their on your first date to see a horror movie. Trust me on that, because my first date with a girl back in the 80s, uh, well, first time I dated this 
particular person was Hellraiser. And, uh, yeah, it ended with one date. So, Terrifier, be very careful with the audience <laughs> you bring to. And this is selling it, man, because Terrifier 1, brutal. Terrifier 2, great. But you, it's for the genre fan, the horror genre fan. It's not for everybody. And I hope that entices everybody <laughs> to go see it because it definitely got me right in. Um, yeah, man, just so good. They're streaming on, um, eh, right now, Screenbox. Uh, I'm a Shudder fan, but Screenbox has kind of taken over my airwaves of late. Uh, bounce back and forth. But yes, I had to warn the one horror fan between Gwen Strang and Sean Bilovecki. I'm not going to say who it is. They will divulge during the interview. Had to say, even the horror fan, you may not like this one. It's a little brutal. But as far as I'm concerned, that only entices the fan, the horror fan, to at least take a gander. And I'm doing that right now. I, I can't lie. I love both those films. So thank you, Damien. So we got Sean Bilovecki and Gwen Strang coming up from Frail. And they're this is like 15, 20 minutes before a show, I think they hit me up. Uh, let's see, a couple of other, let's see, housekeeping. Um, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, I, I did, uh, it was Heather Taddy's birthday, and uh, for you sci-fi fans and paranormal fans, she has more segments coming up as a co-host on, um, on the Discovery Plus channel, uh, Mysteries Decoded, uh, and she divulged some things to me. Uh, it was her birthday this weekend, and uh, we I went to brunch with her, and uh, we had a great time. And she, so, the thing she had to tell me about these episodes coming up uh, were absolutely hysterical and also creepy and dangerous, <laughs> I might add. So if that doesn't help you get excited about her latest escapade, look up uh, Mysteries Decoded, and you can check out the old episode. I think she did a couple of them. And uh, you could always check out her with um, Portals to Hell when she did that with Jack Osborne. She did two episodes there, too. And uh, our, our buddy here, Sean, Mr. Sean Feldbush, Captain Sexy himself, uh, they went, uh, let's see, he, he went dancing with her and her friends on their her birthday on Saturday. Uh, that was the day before all this took place. And um, he'll be back. And uh, from what I understand... <laughs> Sean's got some moves on the dance floor. Now, we've only met at, at, at well, rock clubs, metal clubs, industrial and strange atmospheric weirdness. I, I didn't know that he could tear up a dance floor. Uh, and I've been told by more than a few people that he, he really can. And uh, I, I, whatever. I, you know, um, I was sent some pictures and um, I made fun of him. And I, now I feel bad that I did because that's just something I do. And I don't mean to hurt feelings, but... Uh, yeah, maybe I did. I don't know. Hey, Captain Sexy will be back. Yeah, I'm a little mad at him for not being here very often, but I can't be because we all have shit going on, all of us. There's a lot of bad stuff going on with a lot of people I know, including myself. I'm, I'm, I'm clearing the clouds right now. So and with that in mind, uh, I did see uh, I want a little enlightening story here before I get into something stranger. Um, don't worry, this is a nice story. There, are, there actually are some good people out there. Went to Alice in Chains over the summertime, um, and uh, they were good. Not the best I've ever seen, because I've seen them with Lane, you know? But I enjoy, oh my god, I, I, I still love them. They played a lot of um, a lot of new stuff, too. And uh, I was w without a wingman that day, and I'm not going to say which. Uh, I, you probably don't know this wingman, or wingwoman. We'll just leave it at that. 
And so I was just kind of like bumming, went up on the hill, it was an outside festival, and uh, <laughs> I guess it rained the night before, and I, I had my Dimebag Daryl um, camouflage shorts on and just decided to sit on the hill, take it all in, been there, done that, whatever, uh, Breaking Benjamin was in the middle of all that, I'm happy for them, and the crowd loved them, they pulled the crowd, they played for a very long time. Uh, let's see, and who else was on that bill? Jesus Christ, Bush. Uh, who I've seen completely rock and completely suck. And this time around, I don't know what Gavin did with that lineup, but they were amazing. Bush was amazing, okay? And uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I own the first record. I did not like Razorblade Suitcase. Sorry. Um, however, uh, I digress. Bush kicks a major ass uh, in at that tour. And um, while we were standing there, I was there with, with Miss Heather and our new friend Courtney and literally there's video of this you can see this uh it's somewhere up on YouTube um where uh from behind us Gavin Rossdale uh we're on the hill he and this is uh, you know I forget it, it was Key Bank whatever the hell it used to be Post Gazette used to be Starlake Amphitheater he comes from behind us with his remote mic, and he's still singing the song. I can't remember what it was. It, uh, Heather might remember. I think it was. I think she said Machine Head. I would remember that. I don't think it was, but no, it had to be a slower song. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. One of their slow songs. He comes from behind us, from behind us in the crowd, and he's just walking through these unexpected people. Some sitting on blankets, some laying down a lot, standing up, and he's just walking through the crowd, and. Um, <laughs> One, there was a girl that uh, was standing, I guess, next to us, and uh, she had tripped over. <laughs> she tripped over somebody laying on a blanket and fell, and didn't even know that Gavin Rossdale was behind her. He comes over, and it's in the video. He comes over. This is literally two feet away from us. We're standing there, and he reaches. Gavin reaches down and picks the girl up, who was embarrassed. And got her up, and she was like, well, we'll just say she was elated. It made her day. She felt stupid. Gavin turned her day around. That was interesting, and I thought it was fun. Uh, there's more backstory to that, and I got to get it from uh, Heather and Courtney when when we can. Uh, we have a lot to talk. We have a lot of concerts to talk about when I get the, the, these other cats in the room with me. Anyway, but that same night, I was sitting up on the hill during Alice in Chains. Again, I was missing a couple of wingmen. And uh, and wing woman, and um, HT, and she comes. Heather comes up with her friends, and uh, was checking up on me. <laughs> and I, I had to tell her. I, she she goes to sit down. I'm like, don't sit down, don't sit down, because it was it was it was basically mud. And at that point, I didn't care. My ass was soaked. I'm just sitting there, and uh, watching the show and uh, bumming out. And Heather's like, come on, come on, come with my friends. And I was there with uh, my friend Shane, who you're you're gonna hear from Shane in a little bit with one of my favorite segments that he does, and I always put it out at Christmas. Um, and Shane, he came to check on. I was like, no, nah, you know what? I just want to sit up here and take it in. You know, this is, you know, I'm just going to chill. I'm already soaking wet on my butt. So here I am. Well, what happens next? Um, some girl, I don't know how this happened. Um, I, to this day, I don't know. Um, she comes walking up, sits next to me. She goes, you look so sad. I was like, ah, well, you know, my... My wing person isn't here with me tonight. And this is a band that I've always seen with my wing person, you know. And she's like, well, oh, and she sat with me for a while. I was talking to me about stuff, asked me what I do. And, you know, maybe she listens to this. I don't know. Um, her name was Jen. Her middle, well, 
Jen Ott, O-T-T, but that's not her last name. I can't give out her last name because she said, my last name's weird. And she took my phone and she said, here, let me friend you. She pulled it up on Facebook and uh, she was like, just add me if you want to. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. And thanks, thanks for sitting and talking with me. This is really nice of you. She's like, come on down. My husband, my family's down here. Come hang out with us. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not really, you know, I was kind of a private moment. Like I was just taking an Allison Chains with my, my muddy uh, wet ass. And um, what can I say? I was just, for, the, for one, this happened one other time where I just felt like sitting up on the hill and just listening, you know, watching things and not being part of it. And she was nice enough to invite me. And I just said, I don't think your husband would approve of you taking another dude to go stand with you guys. And um, she was, oh, no, no, he really will. He'll enjoy you uh, because I guess she, I gave her a card. She's like, likes horror books, whatever. And um, I was like, thank you so much. And I I will, I will friend you. And um, she, she left um, short, short little blonde girl, dreadlocks, uh, sweet, very pretty. And just so nice. It was nice that somebody took their time and thinking I was like, well, I guess I, I was in a bad state. Some I've had some shit go on. And um, it was visible. And this one person in this huge crowd found me. Uh, I don't know to this day how that happened. But here I am talking about it still because I'm still wondering. She left. She walked. She went back down the hill and disappeared into the crowd uh, to be with her, her people. And um, I was just like, all right, well, I'll friend her. And don't you know that I swiped my damn phone by mistake and didn't add her. So... She's gone forever in my life, but she's there for that one night. And I just want to thank you, Jen, uh, for being there. Jen Ott, whatever your last name is, uh, odd last name. Um, I appreciate you. And there's a lot of Jen Otts out there, so don't even bother trying. Um, I'll never find her last name. Just want to say thank you. And if you do listen to this someday, hit me up. And uh, I, I, you know, I really appreciate you spending your time with me that day. And, uh, and I thank you for not sitting where I told you not to sit because it was very wet, very wet, moist with mud. So, all right, we're going to get into, um, oh, later on too, I played Cabalto last time and I realized that this band has been around since like, uh, according to what I read, the eighties. Uh, so I missed out on that, uh, but they're, they're not local. <laughs> I've got a whole bit on them that we're going to do at some point, And I, I appreciate their music Cabalto. Uh, you can find them on Bandcamp, and I recommend it. I do. Um, now, without further ado, uh, let's get into our frail conversation and uh, with Gwen and Sean. Hope you enjoy it, and we're going to play some tunes by them. Right now, uh, we're going to go into Bright Eyes, because that was actually um, a request from Sean. And, uh, well, you'll hear him say it. So... That was pre-recorded. That shit happens, folks. Okay, it's called production. Uh, but till then, uh, until you get we get into that, well, let's see. I think you will enjoy uh, Letters to Kanye with Shane because it's very Christmassy, all right? Hello? Is this Kanye's people? I've been trying to get the phone number for months, so I had to be getting pretty close. Uh, pretty much with the whole PSA thing. Anyway, I think you might have my wrong address because I never got any of your responses to my letters, so I thought maybe you could just give me a call back when you get this message. Uh, here's one I recently sent about music. <clears throat> Dear Kanye, can I call you Kanye? These letters have been going out for three years now, so we're probs cool like that. And I spelled cool with a K, so you'll, I mean, you'll think it's funnier when you get this in the mail. It's me again, Chip. 
as in buffalo chip and the whisker biscuits. Don't you think it's pretty neat that we're both established musicians? Yeah, me too. Someday I'll definitely maybe even have a demo to send you and I can headline one of your music shows. Maybe I'll even have a band. Music is pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, me too. Like this one time, I heard your song Kanye's workout plan and it inspired me to work out for a whole 10 minutes. I took the lyrics pretty literal and it was hard. But now my neighbor friend Jimmy's mom says he's not allowed to come over and hang out anymore. Turn page over. When you get this, you don't have to read that part out loud. What else? Oh yeah. This one time I got interviewed at the mall by TV and I spoke entirely in Kanye, aka you quotes. They include but are not limited to. Yes, I like fish sticks. Yo, Taylor, I'ma let you finish, but and Beck should have given his award to Beyonce. Huh. Come to think of it, does Mr. Z ever get suspicious of you and Mrs. Z? Your secret will be safe with me and the 537 other answering machines, I promise. Anyway, I agree with you that only black artists ever deserve to win anything because you and the Z family can make music without even looking at instruments. It's like magic. My dad feels exactly the same way, but with, like, only white people. He can be pretty crabby. Here, I drew a picture of my dad as a crab for you. Ha ha. Did you know your dad? We should play catch sometime. My dad says catching is what the homosexuals do. I miss Jimmy. Hope to hear from you soon. Your friend, I mean your best friend Chip, as in Buffalo Chip and the Whisker Biscuits, or the artist formerly known as Lieutenant Dan's Magic Legs. Turn page over. P.S. If you are not Kanye's machine, please do not tell on him to Mr. Z. I promise. This is Carrie Means, the voice of Frylock, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio.
Alright, so hey, folks, friends, and fiends, I've got, well, this is an impromptu, uh, well, you guys, where are you guys? I, I got Frail on the line right now, Sean and Gwen from Frail, and they are overseas. Yeah, we're, uh, right now we're in Gera, Germany, at Heinrichs Club. So you're about to kill it. I, I imagine that they're, they're rabid, rabid fans. Yeah, there's actually uh, looks to be like a 12-foot frail banner on the front of the club, uh, <laughs> which is um, a, a first for us, but it was crazy. We pulled up, and there's a giant picture of Gwen up on the building. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's like, a, oh, wow. <laughs> That's intimidating. I, I just love watching you guys grow, and you're just a phenomenal band. Always interesting. Um, what Are you guys starting off with, like, was, go ahead. Did you hear that noise? I that sure did. Oh, I thought maybe she. I thought maybe she fell behind the stage again. <laughs> no, no, that hasn't happened. Before. It happened once, from what I understand. Oh my God! Uh, all right, so how are you guys doing? Uh, how's your mental state right now? Are you are you excited or more scared? Do you feel like you have to put more out there now because you're, you're you're getting more fans? No, I, I mean. We're, we pretty much just keep being frail. I mean, I think that's the one thing that probably keeps us sane. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the response here has been really good. I think it was, it's been more than we expected um, <laughs> because, you know, we, this is our, you know, a headlining tour of our own and we're in, I don't know, five or six different countries and every single show there's people there and it's, it feels full and, you know, merch has been great. And, you know, you, you can feel like a shift now because just the way people like, will kind of be like, oh, my God, when Gwen walks through the crowd or, you know, even some of the guys in the band are getting a little bit of that. You know, it's usually mostly Gwen because she's like, you know, rightfully so. Um, but it, it, it just it feels it feels different, I guess. This time. Different. OK, so um, when you say different, um, are you humbled or are you like uh, we need to do more? Oh, I mean, completely humbled. Like, like I said, we didn't really expect it. Um, so definitely motivates us to you know keep doing what we're doing um it's you know covid has still made things challenging for bands i think that certain countries you know uh shows are just slowly starting to pick back up but it's also oversaturated and then with inflation so it's like it's really hard on all everybody involved it's hard on the bands it's hard on the fans and it's hard on the venues but you know it seems like sticking together is kind of you know Everybody working together, all three of those well, you know, thank God. ingredients are still making it happen. Let me correct myself. Gwen did not fall behind the stage, but there was a, a story on the, uh, well, three episodes ago with you guys um, where she couldn't find the stage. <laughs> and I thought that was hysterical. Um, yeah, she got, she got, that was actually in Netherlands four years ago. She got kind of caught up on some stuff and then it made it seem like she was doing a grand entrance, which worked for us, and now that's what we do whenever we can. <laughs> we just get her lost a little bit, so she gets on stage a little bit later. And this is where I probably should ask, like, uh, what is your lineup right now as far as uh, members of the band? Um, so, go ahead, Gwen, take it away. Oh, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you doing, sweetheart? Good to hear your voice. <laughs> Good to hear your voice, too. Oh, I'm right, sorry right to hear now that. We have John uh, Vincent on drums. We have Jason Notek on bass, Sean on guitar, and me on uh, mic. I 
I have a personal question for you guys. Um, this is for me, actually. Have you guys ever considered covering Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac, a heavy version? So we've talked about a couple of different Stevie Nicks or oh, uh, Fleetwood Mac And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like, it's just so iconic that if you touch it, <laughs> people are going to freak the fuck out and... So it's just like it, it's a, a huge responsibility to cover a song. You're not like wrong. That, you you're know? not. You're, you are not wrong, uh, and cost effective too. You have to watch that. Uh, but are you yeah. considering any other cover songs of late? I mean, we always talk about a bunch. We, you know, for us, it's really fun. Hmm. Um, but we don't have anything in the works as of right now. That's not true. Oh. That is not true. Uh oh. We have a. We have a secret project that has not been announced yet. We're part of with some fucking oh. pretty big band yeah. um, that are on this with us that is yet to be announced, but it should be coming out in 2023. And it is a record, it's a cover record of a very instrumental band and probably most people's you know, musical taste these days from the grunge era. But uh, we are not going to talk about it yet, but we're part of it. Oh, I'm going to guess Angry Chair, Allison Chains. <laughs> so, Allison Chains has already been done. Uh, this is a, uh, <laughs> another grunge band, but I, I'm going to stop talking about it. That's cool, that's cool. No, I like surprises, I like surprises. I'm actually very curious as to what you want me to play for you guys today. Um, either Bright Eyes or All the Things I Was. Okay, I'll do both. <laughs> Because I can. There you go. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, I'm so honored that you guys did this. And uh, for you guys listening, uh, when you do listen, uh, you guys, uh, what, you're like five minutes away from doing a show right now? Uh, well, doors are, what time is it now? It's, it's seven here. It's probably... Doors are like now. No, now. Yeah, it's probably noon or one or wherever you are. Um, so, yeah, I think we're on at nine. So we're like two hours away. Um, but this is our... Second to last show out of a 15 show run in, in Europe, and uh, I think we're three weeks out now. Um, so it's, it's been amazing, but we're fucking exhausted. I, I totally, I'm so absolutely proud of you guys, and I'm, I, I, I just love the fact that I was there at, the, at ground zero when this all happened and um i will always support everything you do um what bands are they pairing you up with are you is it all doom thrash are they doing like death metal it's, it's everything last night was a band from france called brute or brute Rui. um it's like uh cello and uh and a bunch of yeah. angry vocals and stuff but it was really really <laughs> cool we actually played with them at uh, Damnation as well and uh, actually they played right after us at Damnation right? yeah. yeah so it was, it was really cool to see them again so they're just angry <laughs> angry political stuff oh uh, yeah you guys really st yeah you don't you steer clear from that I believe like yeah, yeah we don't do political stuff no but, I know that uh, that's why you're interesting <laughs> um uh, what is <laughs> yes, I agree with that. Um, what is next for Frail as far as like your next project? You're probably always looking ahead, if I know you. Um, Jason said he's going to cut his dreadlocks off. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whoa. Uh, the next thing we're going to do is sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to film that? <laughs> uh, no, we can't. Telling Sean, telling the point to. Jason's dress is the second most popular person uh, in Braille. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm trying not to laugh here. Um, again, uh, all right, so uh, I want to know, like, for my, again, my own sake, what is your favorite song to play live? I like Treacle. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, Treacle's fun. Darker Than Black is fun for me because I, uh, I go over on Jason's side and we do, like, fucking 1980s hair metal moves. There you go. There you go. No, I was there, man. Oh, I like Darker <laughs> Give me a break. I was there. I, yeah, I poured some sugar on me, too. Um, I'm curious, though, too. Um, huh, um, when you get on the stage, are you guys, like... I'm, I, I've asked you this before, and I'm really still curious. Like, do you are you past the point of being nervous? Um, so I find that we don't really get nervous, but what we do is like 15 and 20 minutes before we go on. Usually, like not Gwen so much, but the three of us are kind of like up, just walking around a little bit. Hmm. So it's like uh, we're like I don't know. If the pot is starting to stir, but I don't know if it's nerves because I think we just enjoy it and have a lot of fun. But we definitely. There's a little bit of shift before we go on, but I don't think it's like nerves. So you you you, around, you, so. Uh, you read the room basically. Uh, well, no, I'm talking about backstage. Like we're kind of oh, backstage I'm sorry. Around. A lot of times we can't see the crowd because the lights are kind of blinding us, but we just kind of go for it. But that works. That so works. Um, again, yeah. when I when I physically met you guys, um, it was <laughs> again at Cativo, and Gwen kind of creeped up on me <laughs> behind me. She's like, "Are you David?" And I'm like, "Oh." like whoa like there you are okay and uh it was great and it was just so great to meet you guys and um i thought maybe that was your way um i do conventions and strange bullshit but i like to read the room get to know the people before i actually meet the people i don't know if that's like a tactic oh um i mean i think really we just kind of mostly hang out in the back and try like i do i meditate and because I still do get nervous. I'm like, I'm kind of a more internal person. So mm-hmm. for me being up on stage and kind of telling everybody my deepest, darkest secrets is still a little intimidating. Uh-huh. Um, so I try to meditate and stuff, but I don't know if, you know, maybe we should go out in the room and <laughs> try to read the room a little bit, but just curious. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like to be blinded when I'm on stage. I don't want to be able to see people. I, um, I just like to go and emote. Totally understand. So maybe it's better to go in cold and just like bust it out for 45 minutes and not really look at the crowd. I, I just wonder uh, from the stage presence that you guys have. You guys were so confident and you were so phenomenal when I saw you. I can't wait to see you again. Um, I wear my shirt all the time. Thank you. Um, yeah, all the time. And people give me a lot of creds for that shirt. Uh, your first shirt. Uh, they, they love it. What are you selling merchandise wise? Um, well, right now we have four t-shirt designs. We have all our vinyl. We have, um, like a, a bag, a vinyl, like a bag for vinyl. We have patches. We have jewelry. That's a new one. Nice. Um, yeah, I, what else? CDs. Well, we have books, of course. Yeah, we have well, we have the repress of our our oh, first yeah. EP, The White Witch. 
Nice. Uh, which we don't start shipping until November 30th, but we brought them out on tour with us. And we actually, I mean, we have a record label here in the Netherlands. Um, and we went out on tour with a certain amount of merch. You know, we, we picked it up the first day and we sold so much that we had to re-up again with the label. Um, and now we're like running on fumes as far as t-shirts and we don't have any CDs because merch has been really, really strong this time um, around, which is also different because the last time we came to Europe, merch was like, okay. Um, but now it's like really, really good. Almost, if good, it's sometimes even better than some of the days we did with Trailer Film. Um, so like the, the, I don't know if there's a stat that's like dollar per, per head or I don't know, whatever. But it's like, we're, we're doing pretty good. All right, kids, hey, the conversation does continue after this. Um, I did get to ask Gwen um, off air about, well, witches and where they stand in uh, current pop culture and culture itself. Um, I asked her, like, how do you feel about witches being portrayed in media and film? Movies like The Wretched, uh, She Kills, and there's so many films out there right now about witches and all pretty much derogatory and um, showing them as evil. So I asked her, well, her thoughts. And this was her reply, and uh, she actually wrote this back to me. I like to think that we are a little more educated and evolved than we portray the general population in media. Having said that, there are always going to be people who try to push stereotypes and marginalize those who are different or who have a different way of thinking. It's sad that some people can't accept different religions and a way of life without feeling like it threatens their own. And thank you, she said. And, uh, hey, well said. Let's get back to the interview. Again, so happy for you guys. You're about to do a show right now, and I'm holding you up. Uh, you probably have to go, I imagine. Yeah, we're just working on the final touches, and then off we go. What does that mean, makeup? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what, what is... <laughs> Trying not to laugh. Uh, what is the show preparation before, like before you get up on that stage? Like, what do you guys do? do you, I, I understand you meditate, Gwen, but like Sean, how do you prepare? We just sit around in, in hopefully a clean backstage on our boat and <laughs> drink some water, and then we stretch a little bit. Like, there's nothing really crazy that we do. We're, we're actually pretty boring, I guess. Ah, uh, I would never call you boring. Uh, but thank you so much for, um, again, being a part of Kettle Whistle Radio, and we appreciate you here so much. We'll always play your music, no matter what. Um, I am curious about what you're listening to currently. I've been on a Swans kick. I've just been listening to Swans nice. for the last, like, well, this trip, that's been my thing. Yeah, um, fuck, I don't know. I haven't been listening to a lot of music because my in-ears blow my ears out every night so I don't listen to anything so <laughs> <laughs> they do say yeah, that. Well, go ahead well I was just going to say that answer is not very exciting but yeah it's been, uh, it's been gnarly uh, just every night with you know your ears get blown up so I try to chill I, I watch a lot of like, I watch a lot of video game playthroughs on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> oh you're one of those <laughs> okay yes <laughs> yeah well, I've, it used to be, but just... I've been told by some of the best writers um, that they don't read 
or listen to other people's music or anything so they don't get influence and they come up with more original stuff. I don't know if there's truth behind that, but for me, yeah, I don't know. Do you avoid other writers because you don't want to be influenced or sound like somebody else? I, I, I don't. I mean, I like listening to the other stuff and I, you know, I'm inspired by random things. Like, you know, I could be equally inspired by Billie Eilish songs the same way as I could be like heavy by heavy songs. But I've been really trying to focus on just personally uh, listening to my inner voice as opposed to trying to pretend I'm someone else. Um, or, you know, try to, oh, I wonder what it felt like when this guy wrote this song, or what does it feel like when you're Amon Ra driving through Belgium? Like, I'm trying to um, get out of that, because, you know, it's maybe something I do in the past, and uh, just looking like, okay, well, who cares about them? How does, how, does, how does it feel to be me in this environment right now? I'm trying to just think about that, rather than... Yeah. I'm trying to go internal, I guess. That's cool. No, no, you totally opened up a box just then. Um, have you ever been influenced by the bands that open up for you? Uh, sure. I mean, the band last night, uh, how do you say it again? Brewie. Brewie. I mean, <laughs> they, their arrangements were bananas, and, like, the sound textures they had and the amount of backing that they used to augment what they were doing, I mean, that was that was pretty cool. Um, they, you, you, always, you always can find something that you're like... Even if you're not into it, there's something that's going to stand out to be like, oh, that was all right. That, that moment was cool. So, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, all right, so last question. Um, Megadeth or Metallica? Metallica. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not, not really emphatic on either side, but because <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick one. That's okay. I, I just lied. Um, one more question. <laughs> uh, Star Wars or horror movies? Four movies. Star Wars. Ooh. Oh, a rift. That's, that's, that's frail in a nutshell right yeah. there. Ah. I can talk both forever, but yeah, there's a lot of good horror movies out there, but they're all foreign right now. Our local ones are not so good. And Gwen, I would suggest you probably would not like Terrifier 1 and 2. Just saying. Okay. Yes. I will not watch that. Then. Yes. Um, steer clear of that. I love it, but uh, meh. Yeah, terribly offensive, but you know what? They're horror movies, and I love Damien Leon and whatever. Uh, Sean, I don't know if you would make it through that one either, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had to run out, but yeah, he's, he's not good with horror movies. Oh, wait, now, well, okay, Elab yeah. can you elaborate on that? He, he doesn't he doesn't like the jump scares or anything like that, Oh. but um, he... He, I dragged him to, I can't remember what movie it was, but he like watched the whole movie with his knee in front of his face so that he couldn't see it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. You got to prepare for the show. And the show is, can you uh, reiterate where you guys are playing tonight? Yeah. Tonight it's at Heinrich's uh, bar at in Gera, Germany. You're going to blow the roof off that place. You know that, right? Let's hope so. <laughs> you will. All right. Hey, thank you so much for this impromptu interview with Frail, Gwen, and Sean, who left the room. Uh, <laughs> and thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio, folks. We love you.
Society 13, Redefining Podcasting. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? 
Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electricast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electricast Podcasts and... Hear the culture. Electric acid.